In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. I'm your host, Tony Grebmeyer, and we're going to go up Success Mountain today with a special guest. He is a Navy veteran, that's right, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who started a landscaping and snow plowing company about 10 years ago. And then four years ago, he decided he wasn't juggling enough and thought, well, you know what, if I got the uh, landscaping and the snow plowing down, I'm going to go buy myself a window company and we'll get everything cleaned up just fine. Well, he thought, hey, that'd be a great way to challenge himself. And now he's kind of hitting the brakes on nearly all of it to work on himself and couldn't be happier about it. Please welcome to the show, Tyler Schmall. How we doing? I'm well, man. Thanks so much. And first and foremost, thank you for serving our great country and doing all that you do. I got one question for you. We'll kickstart the show. What is your definition of success? You know, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, it would have been a completely different answer. But I think it all boils back down to the same thing. And for me, it's finding balance. You know, I've, I can't say that I've, I've made a million dollars yet. I, I still see that in my future, but being able to enjoy the, the time that that money that you make buys you back and um, spending that time with the people that you love and doing the things that you enjoy is, is pretty much the, the biggest success that I can find myself at this point. I love that. Tell me a little bit about uh, personal life, married kids. So I've been married for 12 years. My wife, Shelly Jo, has been a uh, teacher for 12. She's um, been a kindergarten teacher here in Milwaukee, and she's been going through a handful of difficult challenges herself doing virtual teaching. We've got two kids. My oldest is Marissa. She's five. And my younger of the two is Logan. He's three. And uh, yeah. Got You got it. Like this episode's coming out towards the end of 2020 into 2021. So a three and a five-year-old. How different is the holidays between holding a one and a three-year-old now that you got a three and a five-year-old? You get to see their look on their face around Christmas and presents and all that other stuff. It is so interesting to watch these kids grow. So, you know, even from, from my daughter going from, from, you know, three to five herself, She's, she's developed her own little characteristics. Um, it's, it's really fun to watch. And, you know, I think I've mentioned it in the past. It's, it's very interesting to see the mannerisms that, uh, that my wife and I have that the kids pick up on. And it's watching little versions of herself run around. So it's, it's really cool. You know, one of the coolest things about being a parent is that I can't tell you what the future holds, right? Because we're kind of unraveling the future together. And, you know, these, these little hands, they look up at you and they, all they, all they want is like, so what are we doing today? And I'm like, uh, um, try to figure it out myself and they don't know, but we get to play and have some fun as, as you kind of get ready to go into a brand new year. One of the things in your intro, uh, that, that said, you know, you've been juggling or I, at least I use those words to describe you that you, you just been doing a lot. 
And mm-hmm. it's great as an entrepreneur and a business owner to help a lot of people. But if you forget to take care of yourself, cause you're so busy helping others, you, you kind of get lost a little bit and, you know, getting your true North back and your compass in your hand, finding your direction. What are some things that you saw as like roadblocks or pitfalls that got you to the point where you realized I can't do this quite the way I was doing it and I need to make some changes? Well, that's a tough question. Honestly, I've been with, with doing business for 10 years now, I've gotten to the point where I'm noticing that the issues that I'm running into are repeating themselves. And it's not anybody else's fault except for my own when these things happen, because it's just a, uh, you know, my, my failure to execute on something or my, my failure to, uh, to pivot when, uh, when I should have, or speak up and say things when I should have. So that's why I kind of took that step back to focus on myself before I keep working on these businesses so that, uh, I'm better prepared to take it up success mountain and know what I'm doing this time. I got to commend you because mo- most people, they don't stop and, and, and study the patterns or habits. They, they, they kind of just blame life on everybody but themselves, right? They say it's, you know, it's my kid's fault, it's my wife's fault, it's the economy's fault, it's the president's fault, it's a this or that. And when you, when you swallow your own truth and you realize, like for me, wherever I go, there is the problem. <laughs> like it's really easy for me to take and accept personal responsibility today. But that wasn't the case always. The case was it's like everybody else's fault. So how freeing is it to at least admit that you've got work to do and that you're never going to be done doing that work? It's pretty freeing. It's it's freeing, but it's awful. It's also overwhelming because there is so much there is so much to fix. But now that I know that it's it's all within my own power to fix it, it's just one day at a time. Just keep digging. What was uh, your role in, in the Navy? What did you do? I was a hydraulic and structural aircraft mechanic. So uh, my first couple of years, I was stationed down in Virginia Beach. I worked on F-18s. I was probably, actually, I was a, a plane captain when I was in Virginia Beach. And when I transferred down to Jacksonville, Florida, I was, I got put in my shop. So I got to, uh, got to do my thing. But yeah, so Anything having to do with uh, hydraulic components, um, structural repair, anything along those lines, it's uh, something that I that I tackled. All right. So I'm going to tie this into your three businesses, and hopefully this will make sense for anybody who's listening. Um, when you started and when you finished your 10-year career, how different was your learning and mechanics and understanding of how everything worked? Give me year one versus year 10. In my business? Nope. In the Navy. When you got into the Navy, you were year one, hungry, like, hey, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm just do it. And year 10, we're like, all right, I'm ready to go. What was the what was the mindset like in the beginning and at the end? I would say, well, first of all, I actually only served five years, but uh, I joined the military to get out of, basically get, to get out of town. Um, my parents were divorced. Um, my stepdad wasn't the greatest of people to be around. I wanted to get an education, but I didn't see myself, you know, able to, to pay for that education, staying in the civilian world. So I left, went and did my job and uh, served for that education, but I made so many great friends along the way. Uh, I wouldn't have changed it for the world. So mindset between when I got in and when I got out, I think when I got out, I felt like I could take on the world. 
I've been trained to have a mindset where failure is not an option and you just do what you need to do to get the job done. And to this day, I still carry that mindset, but after a decade of being in business, not going to lie, I'm, I'm a little beat down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. Our guest is getting to the good stuff, the stuff where, and I don't know if you can relay, but I can. Like you're going on your journey in life. You, you're doing what you said you wanted to be doing. And you're realizing like getting up every day and doing it maybe just isn't as much fun as it used to be. And instead of like maybe throwing a nuke in and blowing everything up, you got to stop for a moment and just realize, hey, you know what? Control the controllables. What can I fix? What can I work on? And what are the things that really need my attention? And maybe by just letting go, you actually gain back so much of what you are missing. So we're going to be back with our special guest today. Uh, great guy, somebody who I'm, I'm walking a, a different journey with right now. Um, he um, became a friend several years back from a mutual friend, uh, Tim Kroll. And uh, one good thing about this Navy vet, uh, he's hungry and he, he knows that the battle is in him. And that's what he needs to battle every single day. Not what's going on in the world. We can't control all that stuff. We can only control us. And so uh, Tyler has done the work and I'm watching it firsthand and I wanted to bring him on the podcast today to give you guys a glimpse of what mental toughness looks like and the small little adjustments, not like, you know, blow it all up, just the small little adjustments that you can tweak to get back to the things that bring you tons of joy. So stick around as we talk to this husband, this father of two, an all around good guy, Tyler Schmall. We'll be right back on the Be Fulfilled podcast. Are you ready to break the mold? You know, so many people seem stuck in society, but you're not one of them. If you were, you wouldn't be listening to this. But I know for a fact that right here, right now, inside you, there's greatness. And a great way to help bring that out is the 12-week journey to fulfillment. So head over to BeFulfilledJournal.com and use the coupon code PODCAST and you get a special rate on us. It's our way to say thanks for listening. As well, there's access to a private community of entrepreneurs ready to support you and your business. That's BeFulfilledJournal.com. All right, we are back on the Be Fulfilled podcast show. Tony Grebmeyer coming down the only mountain you're really ever going to climb in your life, right? And that's the mountain of obstacles that you put in front of you, right? And um, Tyler has just been awesome as a guest to get up Success Mountain and come back down. And, and he's sharing some of his ups and his downs. But the, the highlight so far for me is the authentic character in which he lives his life. Like, hey, you know what? This is what it is. I've made some mistakes, but I own them. If you're listening right now and you're going through your own struggle, it's when you take personal responsibility for those struggles. And you start piecing all of the pieces of puzzles back together and you realize, crap, that wasn't the picture that I thought was on the box when I started putting my pieces together. But if you stay the course, the picture on the box is going to definitely change and you're going to like what you see, but it's all about taking personal responsibility. So uh, entrepreneur, three businesses, because two wasn't enough and one was way, way, way too simple. Landscaping, plowing, that's, those kind of go hand in hand. Once you say those are kind of like seasonal businesses that people say, hey, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go do that. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, where did the window cleaning company come into it? Uh, well, I got a, I got a call out of, out of nowhere from a, a friend that, um, you know, this, this business owner who's been in business for, you know, 
well over five decades doing window cleaning, either A, he's just going to shut down his business or B, like to sell it. And my thought was, well, I've got a great list of customers of my own and they've got a great customer list as well. Uh, I think these two businesses would be great to cross market between the two. And it was a good fit. So I scooped it up. How many windows can a window cleaner clean in a day? Is there like a number that you can get to where you can feel like, wow, I can do this? I would say it depends on the size of the window. I've done, oh my gosh, I've done a handful of jobs where there is just a wall of multi-pane glass and it takes forever. So I've done a lot of windows, but it's honestly, it's, it's one of those things where it's not necessarily the job itself, window cleaning that I enjoy the most. It's, it's building relationships with the homeowners and the customers that we work for that I, that I get my, my fulfillment out of doing the job. I love it. We had our windows clean probably six weeks ago and like two days later it rained. (laughs) That's just like, I liked the the conversation with the guy so much. My wife said, Oh, what a great guy. He had great referrals. And I live in a community and there's a, there's a Facebook uh, group and everybody comments like if they find a good electrician or find a good window guy, what a great way to build a business. Do you get a lot of like referrals? Is that where you find most of your business? Yes. Do you have any good hacks for helping people to, uh, to get referrals? Is there any like secret, you know, that Tyler's discovered on his journey that could be helpful for somebody today to get more referrals? Just care. It starts with caring. And that's one of the reasons why I enjoy being in business is because I enjoy helping others. And the more I get to help others, the better my mood is. So I think that's, that's where it starts is I just enjoy helping other people. And if I make some money at it while I'm doing it, awesome. If not, you know, I guess that's okay too. But do you have a good way of marketing? Like, let's say you were, you know, looking at a new um, community being built. Do you go and try to find the contractor and offer your services? Like, how do you get out and kind of market your brand? That's actually something that I'm digging into right now. There's a million ways to slice a loaf of bread, but it really depends on who you're going after. So, if you're going after residentials, that there's, you know, probably a dozen ways to slice that loaf. If you're going after commercials or homeowners associations or along those lines, I would say that that's a little bit different approach. It depends on who you're going after. I like it. Hey, I, um, I got to commend you. Um, you know, I know you've been put in the work and it's, it's, you know, it's not easy and I can't imagine what it's like running three businesses. You know, I, I run a company with a, with a partner and, you know, there's 70 people running around and, you know, there's a level of stress and then I get to do my, my personal brand, uh, which is all around fulfillment and helping people to work on themselves. And that brings me a, an overwhelming sense of joy and it gives me significant purpose so I can relate to you because I care a lot, right? I, it's less about the dollars and more about what makes sense. And that's mm-hmm. helping people. What's, what's a limiting belief that, that you've been able to smash in your life? We'll just call it this year with everything that's going on, all of the stuff around the world of you know, sometimes you just turn on the news and you just go, why did I even turn on this channel? Or you listen to the radio and someone's complaining, like, what's a limiting belief that you've worked on this year that you've been able to overcome about yourself? That I can say no. I have been a really big people pleaser and I still am. And I've, I've habitually put others ahead of myself, regardless of whether it, it hurts or not. And that's been the biggest the biggest thing for me to overcome is 
is that. Hmm. That's a, uh, that's a powerful uh, statement. Cause when I hear no, uh, you know what? I, uh, I don't know how to say no very well. So when I, when I hear someone say no to me, I flip the script and I say, oh, it's on. Okay, so uh, you are not buying what I'm selling today. So uh, what do I need to do to stay in your good graces? And then like I go into that people-pleasing mindset. So I appreciate you sharing that. That's huge. What do you want? I got two questions. We're going to wrap up today's show. How can people find you? Where, where can people find you? Are you Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram? Where do you, where do you spend if you do get time to go uh, in between all your businesses? Where do you spend time on social media? Honestly, I'm trying to stay off of social media as much as I can, just so that I can not get sucked in and focus on myself. But I would say Facebook or Facebook. I like it. Facebook or Facebook. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then the last question, and we're going to wrap up today's show. I want to I bring you into the fulfillment round. What would you say to somebody just starting any of the three businesses that you, you're going into or any business, matter of fact. And you said the word care, which I think is good. I think that sometimes that also, like just care. I mean, I think that's what most people should do, but some people are just takers. It sounds like what I love about you, you're a go-giver, you're a giver, you like to help others. And in return, you get paid and not in money, but you get paid in like knowing that you did a good job. And at the end of the day, when you put your head on the pillow, you can feel fulfilled, right? you like, you feel good. Yep. Well, what would you tell somebody just starting out or looking to make a transition? doesn't matter what career into a new, a, a new avenue for work, what would you tell somebody is like one of the most important ingredients? There's quite a few. So I would say start with your passion because if you enjoy what you do every single day, it doesn't really matter what you do. Another, uh, another direction would be be true to yourself. And I guess that is also, you know, kind of relevant with that passion side of things, but if you've got your own uh, set of morals and beliefs, then stick to them. Don't, don't veer off course just to appease other people. Just, just focus on your own path. Because if you start worrying about what other people think, you're going to be going down the path that I went down and worrying about what other people think and not what you think. So it's going to come back to you sooner or later. So be true to yourself. You know, I, uh, I love that. Be true to yourself. Cause it's so much of what, um, we find and see this world is a, you, like you mentioned a little bit of people pleasing, uh, not knowing how to say no, getting caught up in all the details of everybody else's shit, not your own. And once you kind of make the focus about you, podcasting from home and all the sounds of the home, make my dog go, hmm. So if you're watching the replay on video, that's my dog for you guys. That's Oliver. All right, hey, Oliver. That was just a person. Okay, get down. And then you can't see. All right. Um, so what I'm going to do, is I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, but I'm going to bring you into the fulfillment round. Okay. The fulfillment round is for fun. There's no rights. There's no wrongs. Uh, if you don't know the answer, make it up. Have some fun. There are questions that I just feel like I, I want to oh. know. The audience needs to know and Oliver would like to know. So if you are ready, just say, I am ready. I'm ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannicas. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The fulfillment round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? 
All right. When you're not working, you're not hanging with your wife and your kids. What does Tyler love to do for fun? Well, I actually just bought a drift car last Friday and I spent a few hours on the track drifting and um, driving has been a passion that uh, that I've had for the longest time and I've never pursued it. But um, I have this uh, I have this past week uh, due to a little push and I, I'm very grateful for it. I love it. Hey, I'd love to get you connected with my buddy Zeke DeRose. Did some uh, racing back in the day, some drifting and some other stuff. Good guy to know. I think you get along great with him. All right. So uh, you and your crew get to go on vacation. Everything's good. Life's great. There's no issues in the world. Where would we find you? Somewhere with adventure. You know, sitting on the beach is fun, but doing activities with with people I love is probably one of the most enjoyable things that I can do. So, um, you know, like I said, having all the money in the world doesn't really do a whole lot of good if you're not, you know, enjoying it with, uh, with the people that you love. So I work hard so that I can spend time with my family and go have some memories that, uh, that they'll remember for a long time. One of the the hardest things to do is to remind yourself that, you know what, you don't need money to go have fun. You just need to re get out and go have fun. And then you'll remind yourself, wait, wait, if I want to enjoy more, I may need some money, but you first just got to go out and have some fun, right? You just got to go mm-hmm. have some fun. Yeah. The uh, travel has been huge a component of my life, but from 05 till 10. So basically, so let me take that back from 2005 to 2015. I traveled one, like one international flight, like anywhere. And that was like, not very far. And then once I decided like, Hey, we had gone on vacation. We loved it so much. I just made it this thing that we did twice a year. And mm-hmm. the only thing that changed was I just changed my mindset. Money, the money was still the problem, right? There, you needed money to do it. But if you put something out big enough, like your drift car, you just found a way right now you're like, wow, I got to drive this thing. And this is so much fun. Like, I just want to go have fun. And I think that's such an important component that so many people miss out on is that, they, uh, they don't dream. So then they don't even know what they're working for. They just get stuck working. And then they realize, oh man, I don't even know why I'm working anymore. I'm not even having any fun. So I, I just want to say thanks for coming on. You just practical, simple, applicable advice that just gives people a reframe on, you know, where they're at and what they're up to. Uh, last question. And then we'll, we'll dump for the day. What do you want to instill, uh, to your kids, your children? What do you, what do you want your kids to grow up with? Like as something that their daddy taught them? that's a good one. Um, just being a good person, you know, it starts with caring about others and, and everything else falls into place from there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest today, Tyler Small. And I, I got to tell you, brother, always good to, to see you, hear you, but the transformation and change I've seen in a short period of time um, has really showed me that the sky's the limit on what you can do, that there's, there's no limitations placed on you except for by yourself and on yourself. And, um, man, it's good. It's good to see where you're going and what you're up to. I'm grateful that you got into my world and vice versa. I get to be in your world. Folks, uh, Tyler said the best place to find him sometimes is on Facebook. And if not, it's on Facebook. Um, (laughs) he's not trying to spend his time there because he's busy with his landscaping, his snow removal and his window cleaning business. Also being a husband and a father. But the thing that I'm walking away with today, listening to Tyler is like, just care. Just put the emphasis on caring about people and watch how everything around you shifts. 
His name's Tyler Small. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. And until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.